We tell stories all the time. Whether it's a personal experience, something we read about, or something we saw on TV, we have a tendency to share all types of information with other people. Storytelling is the way through which us humans put our ideas forward and communicate with each other. We are all born to be storytellers. This is a good thing, because, as French director Jean-Luc Godard used to say, sometimes reality is too complex. Stories give it form. But in Romania, even the dead tell stories. A renowned Romanian scholar, a spooky castle, and spiritism. What have they all got in common? Keep listening if you want to find out. My name is Andrea, and this is a Romanian twist. Romanian education has always been a great way for Romanians to be reminded of the large number of people who have contributed immensely to the development of Romanian culture. As a result, most Romanians will have heard about the main protagonist of this story during history and Romanian literature lessons in school. Because he was the pioneer of several branches of Romanian history and philology, and is still remembered to this day as one of the most important figures of Romanian culture. His name was Bogdan Petriceicu Hajdeu, or BP Hajdeu in its shortened version. He was born in 1838 as part of a noble family with his father having been a distinguished savant who mastered no less than 10 foreign languages. Bogdan Petriceicu Hajdeu first came to prominence as a publicist of the Historical Archive of Romania, the first ever collection of Slavonic and Romanian documents related to Romanian history. In 1875, he published an incomplete yet essential work entitled The History of Romanian People, which paved the way for the beginning of Romanian history investigation. As an important figure in the philological field of study, his greatest achievements include the publication of the first history of apocryphal literature in Romania and starting a complex encyclopedic project, a dictionary of the Romanian language. As a result of his groundbreaking work, Hajdeu also became a member of the Romanian Academy in 1877. There is no denying the fact that Hajdeu's work has had a great influence on the development and preservation of the Romanian language and culture. However, there is something else he is even more famous for. His strong connection with his daughter Iulia, a connection which defied death and bridged the gap between the world of the living and the realm of the dead. Bibi Hajdeu's daughter, Yulia, was born in 1869 and was considered a child prodigy due to her early life achievements. She started recognizing letters at the age of two, was able to write at the age of four, and started writing poems when she was five. Fluent in English, German and French, Yulia Hajdeu graduated from primary school at the age of eight and graduated from college when she was 11 years old. 
She also attended piano and singing lessons at the Bucharest Conservatory, before she became the first Romanian woman to study at the Sorbonne in France, at the age of 16. Iulia Hajdeu was perceived as a genius. However, her great abilities were never fully utilized, because Iulia had a very short life. While she was still working on her PhD thesis, Iulia contracted tuberculosis in Paris. Despite many treatments in France, Italy and Switzerland, she later died in Bucharest in 1888. She was only 18 at the time. Yulia was B.P. Hashdow's only child, and unsurprisingly, her death affected him to a great extent. In fact, Yulia's father dedicated the rest of his life to publishing her work, to honoring her memory, and last but not least, to keeping in touch with his daughter. Yes, you heard that right. Bogdan Petricheku Hajdeu was known for his great imagination and interest in the otherworldly side of life, and the death of his daughter only amplified his connection to the mythical, ghostly side of things. According to B.P. Hajdeu's own account of events, six months after Yulia's death, she communicated with her father for the first time. According to Hajdeu, one winter evening, he was sitting next to his work desk, when he suddenly got an unexplainable urge to pick up a pencil, and his hand simply started writing without Hajdeu having the time to react. When his arm stopped moving five seconds later, and the pencil fell on the desk, Hajdeu recalled feeling as if he had just woken up, although he was convinced he had not fallen asleep. On the piece of paper in front of him, the following words were written in French, the language his daughter used to prefer for communicating. I am happy. I love you. We shall see each other again. This must be enough for you. Following this occurrence, B.P. Hajdeo dedicated himself to spiritism, in order to make sure he could keep on communicating with his daughter. This was only the beginning of Hajdeo's strong tie with the mystical world of the dead, because one of the main ways through which Hajdeo decided to honor his daughter was by building a castle, the Yulia Hajdeo Castle. The way you think about it? According to Hajdeo himself, the castle was built by using plans and indications that Yulia used to give her father during their spiritism sessions. The construction of the Yulia Hajdeu castle started in 1893 and lasted for three years, up until 1896. Hajdeu actually used to call it the Big Temple. The castle represents to this day a unique piece of Romanian architecture due to the many construction elements that were used to favor a strong connection with the world of spiritism. The foundation of the castle has the shape of a cross, and many construction details revolve around the numbers 3 and 7, considered to have a mystical power. There are three stone towers, with the central one being the main so-called temple, and each staircase has seven steps. The main entrance is guarded by two stone thrones, 
which have the inscriptions of Yulia's seven former incarnations, as communicated by her to her father from the afterlife. Once the castle was finished in 1896, B.P. Hajdeu started having his spiritism encounters with his daughter in one of the rooms of the castle, which was specifically designed with this aim in mind. The room, completely dark, had a small hole in one of the walls, through which Hajdeu believed that his daughter's spirit could access the room and communicate with him. It was also here at the castle that B.P. Hajdeu wrote another of his renowned works, entitled Sig Cogito, a Latin phrase meaning this is how I think, and which is regarded as the first spiritism book of Romanian literature, inspired by Hajdeu's relationship with the world of the unliving. Nowadays, the castle is considered to be the only spiritism temple in the whole world a gate between the world of the living and afterlife. And the Spiritism Room is undoubtedly one of the main attractions of the castle, which became a memorial museum in 1994 and is visited by 25,000 tourists every year. Unsurprisingly, Hajdeu's spooky spiritualist sessions have turned the castle into a source of ghostly legends ever since Hajdeu was still alive. One of the most important written accounts from those times were put together by a journalist who mentioned how he climbed up a tree and spent the whole night hidden, waiting to notice something out of the ordinary. Towards the morning, he claimed to have seen Yulia on the terrace, wearing a white dress and holding daisies in her hands. Over recent years, there have also been a large number of stories related to unexplainable events taking place at the castle. One of the most widespread stories mentions how the broken piano in Yulia's room sometimes starts playing by itself. One of the employees of the castle, now turned museum, confirmed hearing the piano playing back in 2012. Other stories also mention the presence of three bright spheres which were actually caught on camera moving around in one of the castle's basements. Some tourists also mentioned hearing Yulia's soprano voice singing in the castle. In their words, a proof that there is indeed life after death. Bibi Hajdeu will always be remembered as a deeply knowledgeable scholar and a man of great culture. But what does his correlation to the world of mystical spiritism teach us? Firstly, that we're always looking for answers, even for the things that seemingly don't have an explanation. Humanity has always struggled with understanding and explaining the concept of death, but we have remained persistent in our attempts to make sense of the unexplainable. And regardless of whether one believes in the accuracy of the stories related to this castle or not, we cannot deny that Hajdeu did give credence to the spiritualist experiences that brought him closer to his dead daughter. For Hajdeu, his great love for his daughter prompted a journey of discovery of the otherworldly, 
because love defeats barriers, turning the impossible into possible, and helping us make sense of what is unexplainable in our lives. Spiritism was Hajdeus' way to deal with the mysterious concepts of loss and death. But it seems to me that the more we try to make sense of such peculiar matters, the more we question everything we know already. Maybe because some things are not meant to be explained after all.